Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, the Golden Bachelor himself, Darren Millard. It's out there. Hanging out inside T-Mobile Arena. Jared Justice back inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports, Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... Woo! Hey, Justice, uh, you're you're in the control room today. You're working the board. And tell me, uh, are you okay? I didn't love how the board was left set up. All right. Is that what affected your woo? <clears throat> because the woo sounded like halfway through, you, you might have got an arrow stuck in the throat. Like well, like, I took Whoa! an arrow to the knee whenever I was an adventurer. Yeah. But... Hmm. Um, no, what it was was that uh, one of our lovely engineers here, Kevin, handed me the headphones back, and I heard in the home of, and I went, get them oh, back on my face. Wow. So, so oh, that wow. So uh, that was a very uh, tight turnaround for the woo. That was me panicking, sir. So that was a panic. Would you like a do-over on the woo? No, I don't. No, yeah, it's not going good. Uh, uh, today's not good. It's just, just not your day. And there's nothing wrong with that. We all have <laughs> iffy days. We're not going to belabor the point. And we just hope uh, when you do get your chance again mm-hmm. that you're in a, a better place to deliver. Okay? Oh, boy. He's gone. Like, no, we, I'm, we, I'm we here. Totally I just, that, that, felt, that felt needlessly <laughs> unkind, but thank you. No, I've, I've been the one singing your praise. You were over at the at the golf course the other day uh, doing uh, that oh, event. Did Harry Hall get your number? Harry Hall is awesome. Uh, PGA Tour player. You were hanging out with him. He is fabulous. What a cool dude, and I was hmm. jealous that you got to hang out with him uh, last uh, last Friday. Yeah. And uh, you were you were talking some, some mean golf game, and uh, I found out, and this is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, – I have so much admiration for Jared Justice, more so than I did even going into last Friday, because he delivered on this golf remote all the lingo, and yeah. he had a down pat during Ryder Cup week. Uh, he had everything going, and then I found out that he doesn't know a lick about golf, and he had some of the uh, little uh, technology terminology hand-fed to him, hmm. and, and you wouldn't have been able to tell. Like that—that's how much of a a broadcast professional Jared Justice is. So the woo situation today, mm-hmm. yeah, totally slides. Yeah, yeah, we don't. Well have to worry done, about it. Jared. It's good stuff. Did you enjoy that with the, with with uh, the PGA Tour player, my buddy Harry Hall? I mean, I just gave him your number and said, "Hey, this guy wants to talk to you." So yeah, no, it was great. Did you tell him who it was though? I said it was a guy. Yeah, well, I'm thinking, like, if somebody walks up to me and says, hey, somebody wants to talk to you, mm-hmm. here's a number. I gave, I gave him your number with Milzy on top. Okay, and, okay. Uh, I, okay. So, of, co- of course, he knows who you are. Because yeah. I, I was, I was, I was, part of me was like, I'm not phoning anybody back. I, I, I went three and a half years at one stage of my life without ever answering the phone. So That's there's no at. way oh, that, that I would. Ex- that, that explains your relationship with, you know, most of your friends. Yeah, yeah. No, I only have five friends. There's only five of them. There's, I only have five. Uh, that's it. Uh, why, anything more than that is excess, and you can't take care of them, and you, and they, you can't uh, properly uh, be a, be a friend. So o- only five. Uh, can, thank you very much. Can we talk about three years without answering your phone? How, how'd you do it? Uh, just watch the. Well, the I did answer. I, I would answer phone. my phone for my family, 
but that uh, that, that doesn't would, that, count. That 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 doesn't really count. Yeah. Uh, so uh, if my wife would call, uh, or I would call from the kids at school, I, yeah. would, I would answer that fifty percent of the time on that one. <laughs> uh, but but anybody else, yeah, like friends, anybody outside of family, mm-hmm. I went like three and a half years without answering the phone. That's amazing. Anxious. I would get anxious about the phone, and then I would call them back, and I, I would be like, Ah, oh, sorry, I was driving. Ah, oh, sorry, I was. Uh, uh, on a on on a call right then. I yeah, apologize. they knew, they know that's not they, true. So after about two years, sure. Uh, my my buddy from PEI said maybe I I can get you some minutes for your phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after 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 a while, but uh, but uh, yeah, no. Jared Justice that. is awesome. We got a we got a preseason game tonight, second week of the preseason schedule for the Vegas School of the Knights mm-hmm. will kick off. It's the third to last well, obviously game. Obviously, I lost, and I'm no stranger to losing. And we're going to see there are too a, many, uh There are too many uh, mouths you say that, in here. You say that every time you're in there, that there's too much uh, too much stuff. <laughs> uh, you know what you got to do? You got to spend like two days in there mm-hmm. just oh, cleaning yeah, things no, up. Chapman that's should, all. Chapman that, should that's totally all. T- show me how to do it, right? No, no, that's, that's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, I'll tell you a tale because Squirrel just went across. <laughs> I was going to talk about the game. I was going to talk about the Golden Knights uh, week. Plenty of time and I will, I will get there. So I'm I'm sitting at home last night, and Cofield is is great. I'm on with them over on the ESPN side every Tuesday afternoon, or right before I come on this show. And Cofield sends me a note: "You okay to go on 3:40 tomorrow?" Mm-hmm. I said, "Yeah, uh, love it." He's like, uh, "Can I ask you a question?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Uh, fire away. I'm not sure I'm going to answer it, but it's over text, so I can talk to you because I'm not talking to you on the phone because I don't do that. We've already, of course. Uh, uh, Clarify that. Yeah, it's like um, uh, Bruce was good today. The the media conference with Bruce. I'm like, yeah, yeah Bruce is always great. Uh, it's like a coaching clinic every day. And I'm like, Bruce, uh, this is great. Uh, Cofield's listening to us. He's got props to the show. Cofield, uh, uh, a, a real uh, veteran in the Las Vegas Vegas market. Uh, he's tuning in. This is uh, there's there's some props coming towards the VGK Insider Show today. Some intercompany compliments, which doesn't always happen. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, uh, so. Um, the questions, uh, I never heard any. There wasn't any. I'm like, well, there's, like, he wasn't just talking up there. Sure. He, he was, he was answering questions. I, I heard, I heard a couple, but they weren't Mike. No, but they. It's like, why wouldn't, uh, why wouldn't you guys crank up the audio on the questions, when, uh, when they're going to uh, be at that stage, and just do a little bit of post uh, production or pre production to it. I'm like, that's, uh, that's a good question, Steve. And I thought that, that's a good question. That I think we've all asked before, and we we continue to ask. And now that Jared's on it, Jared continues to ask. So Jared, you are one of the people in charge mm-hmm. at Lotus. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, in charge is so um, formal. Are <laughs> do you have a title that's above others? I mean, Pseudo, no, yeah. I don't have a title. Wow. I, the word liaise do, gets brought okay. up. Do people go to you with issues? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm Mother Mary. Mary. So you, you, you have a certain amount of guidance and a certain amount of uh, uh, foresight uh, with how you want shows to go. Uh, you and, and Chapman spent a couple of days in that control room because he's still getting used to it, which is one way to put it. He's mm-hmm. still getting used to it. And you have certain ideas that you want. You want the uh, computer cleaned up. And Cofield would like a little bit uh, more pre-production when he's listening. So I'm putting this on you to be a mentor to Chapman. Because I've tried the tough love. 
I've tried the soft touch, and the only thing that really does is one day we uh, don't get along, and then the other day when I'm drying the soft touch, the uh, the uh, arm around the shoulder part, we do get along. But All that's right. about it. Nothing really changes. So, so I'm looking to you to be a bit of a mentor here uh, to, to young Christopher. Okay. Yeah, young, young Christopher, who is older than me, you, and uh, and Ryan. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, his let liver. Let me put it this way. I love you, Darren. You golden bachelor faced. Thank you. Bleephole. <laughs> oh, I boy. can only do. What? You're just one person. No. No, no, I am one person, but I'm also, I'm a teacher. I'm, I'm somebody who respects the process. I love what we do on a daily basis. I can only do that if you ask me. Okay, I'm asking you. Yeah, and you're asking me to teach the kid in the back doing spitballs and hitting his... Oh, I never said anything about Chapman like that. He's never spitballed me. No, I've... Uh, He's been chewing gum like, uh, like maybe it's I'm going out of style. Maybe I'm challenging him. Maybe I'm challenging him. That's what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like what's, what, what's, what's wrong with this? This is just making the show better. People are listening right now, and in your job or your life, you would like to be helped out, made better. It doesn't have to be in a rude, crude, obnoxious, mean fashion. Because, Jared, you're not that guy. But you know a lot about that board. Uh, you know a lot about uh, the drops and how much there should be in to, to make a show effective. And, and then oh, that whole, no, uh, whole no, pre-production. No. Oh. So let's, let's, let's go down this path. You, 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 oh, you take Darren. this show under your belt and you carry us to the promised land. Oh, Darren. You, you thank give you. Me, you. Thank you, Jared. You don't have to say thank you and, uh, and pay me all kinds of compliments because that's not what this is all about. Well, no, but you give me so much credit. Uh, the, the whole reason a show works is whenever the talent and the producer come together like, and they decide on how things like drops or... Yeah, we're shooting cocaine. above our weight class then because the commentators are really <laughs> solid on this program. Oh, no. Like, uh, really good. You know what's funny? Yeah. I don't disagree. <laughs> So this is going to happen. You and Christopher are going to spend some time getting to know each other and that board and well, our I think show. They know each other? No, no, no. In a in He's a, a more in a more yeah, that's a good point professional operation of the board's state of mind. Not going yeah. out and getting to know each other over chicken fingers. I don't care whether they ever talk to each other outside the studio. I mean, in in that room. <clears throat> yeah, that's where I need some real bonding to take place because that that's a fabulous What's, board that that we've got there it is awesome it's got lights and everything i mean and the other one didn't have any lights but this one's got lights and and uh little touch screens that that flash like it's a it's a i don't know what any of it does neither does chapman so we need you we need you to to help us out you you're laughing and and you're right on board with this i can't, I can't hide are, you? are you are you, you you're right on board say? right what do you want me to say you throw the little shots in there it's, i can't i can't not laugh it's LEDs, LCDs, and a infinite possibilities with this board. And um, if you want to learn them, I've been in the building. I don't want to. For the last, I don't know, five years. Okay. So you, you predate the board, so does Chapman. So you guys, get, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you guys a, a, a meeting invite. And yeah, I won't be there. I'm sure that'll. I won't be there. We'll do it. But, but but you guys you guys get. And do you want to? Do you think three meetings would be enough, or should I go with? Oh a no, he package was here with the consultant. So, but that was three so, months ago. He said that he lost kind of. He, he lost track of it. 
That's so weird. I so in ter- <laughs> I know, but in, people learn differently. In terms of like your learning curve here, how how long should it take to learn a board? This uh, board, it, three shows. Oh, okay. So there you go. You learn quickly. He maybe learns visually because he he went through the process, the uh, seminar, and leaning back on it, it's not a spoken word that uh, that gets through them. I learn visually uh, a lot more than I do uh, the other side of it through a handbook or a, or a manual. So you just need to to grab him, take him to the control room. No beer because there's no food or drinks allowed in there. Uh, but and and just. Walk through visually. That's a, that's a rule you observe. I, I do not. I do not come close to observing anything. <laughs> not even close to not rules. even close. Not even close. I, nothing. They, they, Feet so, up on the table, eating, eating, drinking, okay, open containers. To be fair, there's no rule about feet in the table. No, no, no. You're I've right. I've never you're seen right. anything about that. If but but the but the drink oh, and the and totally the food rules about putting. F- like no food and no feet up on the table. There are totally rules about where, that. It's where, just where, a, where was, it's where's just the rule about Darren the no feet? Millard and you don't read those rules. There's no rule about feet on the table. The other part, I I've, I've got my. There are the super big gulp. Uh, that's on the table. Yep. Uh, and it should not. Usually, it should usually be my, there's a whole ledge. I there's the uh, I have my grapes, my my cheese uh, little packet. I have those. You have uh, your on adult there. lunchable. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the charcuterie adult. yeah. for adults. So, so I have that. And somebody came in, actually, this is a true story. Somebody came in the other day mm-hmm. and looked at me. Were they talking to you? No, nope, they were talking to you. No, somebody came in. They were having oh, they a conversation. They were having a conversation yeah. with yeah. me, yes. And looked at me and went, no food or drink. Yeah. And I just looked at I have no idea who this dude is. I can and, tell you. And, who and, is. Uh, <laughs> and I have no idea who this guy is, but he was having a conversation with Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I looked at him. I, I looked at him. And I just went back to eating and drinking my 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 big <laughs> gulp, and, and and didn't I didn't answer it at all. I totally one hundred percent blew right through mm-hmm. his point that there's no food or drink, and I know there's no food or drinks allowed in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I'm in there for six hours, really too. But uh, I feel like I'm in there for six hours. I need to Some stay days. hydrated. So did did I respond to the person? You you didn't, and that no. was that no. was the person that was responsible for the, the entire build out of the new studio. Right. No, but, but, and I'm mad at that person because we have that unused uh, unusable you, space. You take it up with that person. Yeah. So, so who who is the person that uh, that uh, I ignored? Oh, that was Jamie. Jamie. Darren yeah. has Jamie. Mastered. It wasn't anything personal. I just I just Jamie. Was Jamie. Thirsty. Who if if there is liquid spilled on the boards, we'll have to hear about it from everybody. Jamie. Yeah, that was Jamie. Serves and protects around here. Yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> I was on the other side. Darren is also famous for his look of. Do you know who I am? Do do you really know? That's what it was. I am. It was totally. No, no, hold on, sir. Google Brandon Wheat Kings. I don't. I don't. (laughs) I don't pull out the. Do you know who I am? More than like six times a day. I don't like to do it more than six times a day. Wow! But I did it that day. And now that I now that I know on your part. Now that I know (laughs) that I am. A dead ringer for the Golden Bachelor guy? That's not true. It's hey. given me my ego even more. I mean, you listen just Fullness. like him. <laughs> Boy, is that guy uh, cocky and arrogant? <laughs> no, he's got hearing aids. Really? Oh, there it is. Oh, my dad's got hearing aids, too. 
I don't. There's nothing wrong. With that. Uh, for sure, I'm going to need those. I've got those ear, those TV earpieces in my ear, and when this place gets cranked up, mm. you've got it cranked up. Guaranteed, I'm going to need those things. Uh, absolutely. I, but, I had uh, the. You have to do the molds sometimes. Like you, you do the wax, and then you stick it in your ear for mm. the custom molds. I did that today during the uh, while watching a baseball game. Oh wow! And it was awesome because both my ears were plugged, mm-hmm. and Jen was calling me from upstairs, mm. and. Even though I could sort of hear and knew she was calling, mm-hmm. paid no mind, zero. And I had, and then she came downstairs, saw, uh, and asked me, "Why aren't you answering? Could you not hear me?" Yeah, I went, "What? I got wax on my ear." What? Sure. And it was, it was gold. Jamie, I don't know. I got, it, it, I got it, wax. It was in my ear. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need uh, hearing aid. Squirrel. Uh, I'm gonna squirrel. need uh, hearing aids. Uh, absolutely. We should have a sound effect. Can, uh, the one sound effect I'd like is a squirrel sound effect. Hold on, I'm on it. Let me check the let me check the sound system. Give me there's no way it's in there. A Not, squirrel or some kind of squirrel like boom. Oh, there's I forgot. You need to be right? able to spell the word squirrel. How, how do you spell squirrel? Is Rocky a squirrel from Rocky, Rocky and yeah. Bullwinkle? Okay. Yeah. So find a find a Rocky sound. Ooh, all right. Rocky, Rocky was good. Yeah. Uh, can I? Uh, I yeah. feel like it's a little late to ask this. Um, well, uh, we're 17 minutes in. I was going to say we're about 18 minutes in. Uh, could I get the rundown? Yeah, it's um, open uh, segment, the first segment. A little bit of hockey talk in the second segment, teeing up tonight's pregame, uh, preseason game at T-Mobile Arena. Mm-hmm. The third segment We'll discuss what we're going to do in hour number two, which includes Bruce Cassidy yep. uh, and uh, diving into the lineup at uh, T-Mobile Arena that the Golden Knights will ice tonight. The, uh, I guess, would be uh, fifth segment, which is second segment in hour two, is yep. one-timers. And that's, that's news and notes is. from around the National Hockey League. And the last segment belongs to you. It's catching up with Chapman today, uh, Jared Justice. Why, like, uh, did you write all that down, or do you need me to repeat it again? Because I thought that was pretty straightforward. No, no, that was absolutely incredibly clear. Thank you. Um, Thank you. The problem is whenever you search for Rocky, Rocky and Bullwinkle, you just get nothing but Sylvester Stallone. Mm, that's a bummer. Stallone. He's not a bad guy either. Uh, we, uh, I'm going to turn off my mic. Thank you. Uh, we have this Golden Knights encounter this evening. Mm-hmm. Three games to go. Tonight's roster will likely feature... Given the the pregame skate today, uh, the morning skate today is going to be a a mix between guys in Henderson and players uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Will Carrier and his line skated this morning with the with the game day group, so we'll see a second go around of that line mm-hmm. in its entirety uh, skate tonight. But but a lot of players who uh, were sent down to Henderson the other day in a round of uh, roster uh, maneuvers. Uh, had to pass through waivers, uh, will be in the lineup tonight. Uh, and how that's possible is you only pass through waivers when you are sent down. Mm-hmm. It used to be that there was recallable waivers, and that got in the way of guys being called up. Uh, and it was like people got buried there. I, just expanding on what I talked about yesterday. Sure. So, uh, and you you only have to pass through waivers once every 30 days. Yep. So that's why uh, guys that were assigned to Henderson – last weekend 
uh, are up playing in this game tonight because there's no waiver implications, no risk of, uh, of losing anybody. So we'll see uh, a, a nice little mix. Uh, Max Comtois, I would think, would play again tonight. Mm-hmm. It's a big week for him. Uh, I'm curious to see uh, whether uh, where Paul Cotter uh, will line up. Uh, Pavel Dorofiev is expected to play tonight. So you know, Brennan Brisson was skating this morning. So you've got those four guys mm-hmm. that all in different parts – uh, are going to be vying for this open spot or the extra forward part of it, uh, all, all going tonight. And William Carlson did, skated with the non-gamed airs, mm-hmm. so there's not going to be that, that audition with him. It'll be more who's who can shine without the Sympathy, top guys, like a Nyko or, or a uh, William Carey. Yeah, I mean, for me, I you know, the big – if Comtois is playing, if he's in the lineup tonight, which I, I would, you know, I think we're kind of looking at that, he's the guy I'm looking at. Like he really is. As yeah, Paul Cotter hasn't done, he, Paul Cotter hasn't lost ground with where he was coming into camp, and I think it was his job to lose. Pavel Dorofiev has had a really strong camp, but Max Comtois is on a PTO and he's trying to turn that into a contract. And to me, he's got to do something over the course of these three games. If he gets in tonight, I, I, he needs to be. Uh, Somebody that that just has one of those games where where you look at him, maybe productive offensively, showing that he can do it with whoever he's lined up with, still keep that physicality in his game. But Comtois has to have a big one here tonight if he plays, and and really any game that he plays this week. Comtois is an interesting example of going to a camp on a tryout Mm -hmm. and trying to make a team that may not have a lot of spots available, but you're also auditioning to the other 30 teams where you come from. And that's, that's might be where he's, where he's at right now is trying to grab some eyes everywhere else around the national hockey league. It's why every team Vegas Golden Knights included are at all these exhibition games Mm -hmm. all over the national hockey league, uh, hoping to see if somebody's going to be passed through waivers that, uh, that you, uh, can maybe nab, uh, for on the, on the cheap because, uh, you, you don't have to give anything up in a transaction or, or, uh, on a, on a PTO where you can reach out and sign them from that particular group. And, uh, Max is, hasn't separated himself certainly uh put him he hasn't put himself in front of the line uh at all during this camp so he's got he's got to start uh, making some uh, inroads on that front uh, did you hear the drop that came earlier because we just went right through it some I, kind of uh that was me trying to find squirrel stuff and leaving a pot up so do, you weren't trying to put that on the air? No, I was trying to find a thing that said uh let's kill moose and squirrel and then uh, okay. an ad an ad shut off Hey, do you know those uh, those signs? I'm a professional. We uh, we were talking the other day on this program about those different charts or signs in warehouses or workplaces where it's they have 25 days since the last accident. Yep. You're you're aware of those, uh, Jared? Yeah. Okay. I mean, oh, so we, I have half a finger. Yeah. We have uh, really. No, I'm joking. Oh. Okay. What? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't ever look at you. You never I'm, care about me. This is the first time that you're like, I yeah. have. A, are you really? okay? No, I, like I, you're I just, showing concern. No, I didn't, I, I'm pretty sure you're healed from whatever had happened. I'm, At least I'm we got there, Jared. Yeah. The, the the idea <laughs> is that we're hoping to get a one on the board with with uh, and start a streak of days where something hasn't gone wrong with the program, 
we're way past that here. So, but but just the idea of you playing something on the air where well, it wasn't supposed to go on the air. We do it with segments. Though. But no, 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 we're not doing it with segments. <laughs> there, we, we we would barely get on the board with that. So we're don't don't oh, feel no. bad. We're I had we're the all ready. Thing prepped. Yeah, I had it prepped, and then and the then it went page south. reloaded, yeah. and it. It's okay. Shot to something else. It's okay. It's it's. Are you drawing we'll, Rocky we'll right to, now? Uh, no, I'm uh, drawing a face. Drawing a face. That's what I do. He's I doodle. drawing one of those pictures that he likes to watch on Netflix. I watch. Uh, I, I do a lot of doodling. I'm a wow. big doodler. Uh, let's go to break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll tee up. I was going to say more, but uh, we never got really into it. Uh, the game tonight uh, between the Vegas Golden Knights and the San Jose Sharks, and what we might expect as far as the race for that open spot it's intriguing tonight with all the candidates expected to play vgk insider show live from t-mobile rain on fox sports las vegas i'm chandler stevenson and you're listening to the vegas golden knights radio network see chapman's got me scared no you're good like am i supposed to start talking now you, or... you do you think this is copywritten i don't know sounds like the keyboard that my youngest daughter has. Is that music copyright? I don't know. I think you're good. It's kind of funky though. What uh, what uh, what is what's this called? That's a solid fade out though. <laughs> what, what what did if you, if you play it for 29 seconds, you have to pay. This, so this, you you killed it at 28? Maybe it's not even a fade out. Maybe that's just part of the music. Huh. It's possible. Like it. It's very uh Electric. Is this called like the Cosmos, Jared? He's it's called very... Last Lap. What? Last Lap. Okay. Hmm. Makes no sense. Uh, last lap uh, for some of the players that we'll see tonight for the Vegas School of the Knights as they sprinkle in some uh, veterans from Henderson and prospects that will start the year in Henderson with uh, a smattering of NHL guys who have mm-hmm. jobs lined up for this preseason game against the uh, San Jose Sharks like the blue line I, I thought we would see two of the of the big six mm-hmm. uh, Zach Whitecloud uh, hurt but uh, the big six in in every game uh, starting six in every game if you include Ben Hutton we'll, we'll only see one of those uh, tonight based on this morning's uh, line rushes so that is uh, subject to change uh, Caden Korzak was out there mm-hmm. uh, and and quietly uh, he's had a really good camp. Yeah, he's been uh, the the goaltending is sort of the the focal point this evening for the Vegas side. The two are going to split. Aiden Hill will probably start mm-hmm. because he's the percept, perceived number one guy coming into the season, and then Logan Thompson will come in in relief. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know, like that that goalies aren't big on that coming in halfway through a game because they don't have any opportunity. That's why a lot of teams will switch after a period to give the goaltender of the entire intermission a mm-hmm. chance to warm up. But it's a fact of life. You, you, you all, every goaltender has to do it at some point or the other uh, several times. So that'll be the situation facing Logan Thompson tonight to come uh, in at some point midway through the game and hit the ground running and be able to do his part. It's another one of those challenges of of training camp. Mm -hmm. But there was a a coach in the 70s who was a Stanley Cup champion. He's a Hall of Famer, Mm -hmm. Fred Shiro. Do you remember the name Fred Shiro? Ray Shiro was a general manager, Pittsburgh and New Jersey. Uh, uh, That's his his son. 
but Fred, they called him the Fog, and uh, he was a hard smoking, uh, hard loving, uh, hockey kind of guy. Like he, he liked his. He was the coach of the the Philadelphia Flyers, the Broad Street Bullies. But he was a big follower of Russian hockey mm-hmm. and adopted a lot of uh, Soviet philosophies into the National Hockey League. So mm-hmm. everybody cast him as as this one guy, but he really was deep into other parts of the game. Coached the New York Rangers for a while as well. One of the great uh, ideas that Fred Shiro had was to have a bullpen-like scenario set up inside the rinks. Okay. So goalies could warm up. That makes a lot of sense. So you know the bullpen where the pitchers toss and stuff. So there would be an ice pad of some shape. Mm Mm-hmm. And you, you have them in different practice rinks, uh, teams, uh, whether it's a shooting pad or uh, a skate pad, uh, they, that they have them uh, for small area uh, practice, but never in, a, in an NHL rink. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a lot of these rinks are already built and constructed. But in, this is in the 70s mm-hmm. that he thought of this. Yeah. It, and it's never come to fruition, but it's a, it's a really cool idea. I feel like if, if you had to have goaltenders come in more often than than what we generally have over the course of you know an 82 game season for all the teams it's not a ton of goalie polls where you need to have that guy warmed up but it'd be multi-useful with with shooting rooms and different areas where where guys could go and test their the sharpness of their skates and but what i was what i was going to say is if it were available would you see more goaltenders pulled like, if it were available, yeah. if you had an opportunity to warm a guy up for five, ten minutes, whatever it is, would you be quicker to make that decision if you're a head coach? If you think your goaltender doesn't have it, uh, would you be uh, more willing in that moment? Goalies, goalies, coaches don't generally know they're going to pull the guy until they pull the guy. Pull the guy. Yeah. Now, Mike Keenan, there's a pretty good uh, <laughs> chance that the goalie should be warming up. At the start of the game uh, for something like Just that. Just stay warm. Or if your backup is going to your call-ups up and you're giving them a shot and you're like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go, and he lets in a couple early, well, there, there's that. But uh, by and large, the coach is, his philosophy would be, I, I want to stick with the guy for as long as possible. And then at the very last second, I'll make the change. And the goalie's either on the bench or he's, somewhere close by in another gate uh, watching watching the game. So they wouldn't necessarily have a chance to warm up anyway mm-hmm. uh, unless it was between periods where you could go through it. But it just it jumped into my mind. Uh, tonight we're going to see a goaltender who's uh, certainly battled injuries and and coming off the bench is, is a challenge to his body again, which is important. As, as much as it's probably not perfect, mm-hmm. if, if Logan's backing up this year, and Aiden runs into difficulty or isn't having the great night or Bruce wants to change the momentum, he's got to have the confidence that Logan can come in midway through a game and be able to perform. So in in actuality, it is a good, solid dress rehearsal uh, for Logan Thompson to come into this game midway through coming off the injury. He passed passed the first start, right? Mm -hmm. He got through it. Yeah. Left halfway through the game, but uh, with confident body, his body felt good. Then he played a full game. 
And now he's going to come halfway through, and they'll both uh, headed towards a start in the final two games. So this is, uh, from a workload perspective, tonight's another one of those challenges for Logan, even though he's not going to start. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a rep in a situation that he might encounter over the course of a regular season. And, you know, I mean, to a degree, you could make the argument that Aiden might have to do that too. But, but I think for Logan, it's going to be important just to be able to come into a game in a situation that's less than ideal and find find your your rhythm find your ability in in that in that circumstance so uh, i think it's going to be an important one for logan i think it's great to get more reps for for aiden as well and then you can just turn your attention to solid games solid 60 minutes over the next two to round out preseason i think goalies have it the easiest when it comes to preparing for a season Hmm. they know their job Mm -hmm. is to stop the puck if they don't have a great lineup in front of them then they're probably going to get more action, and it's a chance to really dive in. If they've got a NHL-heavy uh, lineup in front of them, they're probably not going to get as much work, so you can focus on certain aspects of your game uh, in a lot more detail. Yeah. Uh, so the goaltending part of it uh, has come to fruition. Uh, Golden Knights will play seven preseason games. Yes. If things go according to what we expect with, either Logan or Aiden starting and playing the full game against Colorado on Thursday, and then uh, the other uh, gentleman going the distance against Los Angeles on Saturday afternoon. That means one of Hill or Thompson will have started six of the seven preseason games. That's a different approach than a lot of teams who will sprinkle in uh, starts for other players. I, I really love this idea that Sean Burke and and Bruce Cassidy have gone with, I think it's so vitally important that your National Hockey League goaltenders get a bulk of the starts or the minutes Mm -hmm. during the course of a preseason. And what's great about it is you had... I don't want to use the term load management, but you, you, you had the ability to kind of ease Logan back into the fold, getting him used to the preparation he's going to need to start game. Same thing for Aiden Hill. You're getting him used to the preparation you need to start game. It, it, start games. It's reps. It, it's kind of dialing in uh, the routine that you need to have on a game day. But you know the fact of the matter is I don't think that you've overwhelmed anybody in terms of the workload either. I just think that you've gotten them those reps on on what it's going to feel like when you're in the middle of an 82-game season. A game and a half for each guy yep. between now and next Tuesday. Yep. Aiden's going to get the start on banner-raising night. Yes. A week from tonight. Yes. But after that, I think it's it's going to be fluid. They'll have a, a map outline of where they want to go mm. and and with both guys being a loose platoon mm-hmm. uh, is i love the word platoon it's a good uh, word. i got it for baseball and and i've always loved it uh, mm. they're uh, mookie wilson and uh, dave reynolds are platooning in right field uh, this year for the uh, for the new york mets uh, i think that's that's a good opportunity uh for for vegas to reward strong play Mm-hmm. And, and be able to uh, balance it out a little bit, but also lean on somebody on the short term. I, I don't think anybody's. If you if you look at the number of consecutive starts mm-hmm. that somebody's going to make mm-hmm. for Vegas out outside of any injury, yeah. What do you think the over under would be in in Ooh. that regard? I'd I'd set it at four. Yeah, four. That's, that's three and a I, half. 
That's what I said this morning um, with, with Ed and Tyler. Three I, and a half. I think that if, if you've got both guys healthy and, and, and both guys are kind of in, in a rhythm or whatever it is, I don't think you're ever going to see a situation where you've got one guy starting four games in a row. I think each guy starts once a week. Yeah. I, both I'd players will that. make yeah. one start a week, and if you play four games, it might be 3-1. Uh, or if it's you play three games, which is more the norm, uh, it, it will be 2-1. But, but both guys, no, nobody's sitting for yeah. ten days. Yeah, I agree. In this regard, unless somebody goes on some crazy stretch, or the other, uh, the other side is is a fall off in play, where there's a, a finding of that that player's game, and they want to break it down, and it gives them an opportunity to to work with uh, Sean Burke on that side of it. But but it's three and a half mm-hmm. would be would be. The high limit for me on the over-under of how many consecutive starts we'll see a goaltender make for Vegas this year. Yeah, that's where I'm at, like right right there with you in, in that I think that you know, given how both guys are kind of approaching this season and, and there is still a prove-me aspect for both Aiden Hill and Logan Thompson, um, I, I'm expecting that it's going to be a situation where you're trying to rotate as much as possible. I don't think when you get to the end of the year, over 82 games. Like, I, I don't think there's going to be a ton that separates either guy in terms of games started. No. I really don't. 41 games yeah. is half the season. Yeah. I don't have to tell you that, but that's half of 82. Yes. If you split it right down the middle mm-hmm. and each guy gets 41 starts, that's a career high in a season for both. I know. Yeah. So even if they split, they're both taking their games – to never foreseen uh, before seen statuses yeah. of of games played and action during a regular season. So there's if you're 55, 45, mm-hmm. you're 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 in that range of of getting more work than than before. So you're you're building on on your past tenure in the National Hockey League. Yeah, and I think that you know the idea of of a platoon, the idea of a rotation here. And maybe not again a one-one rotation, but you know, if there's three games a week, two to one for each guy, um, I think that that you can build in what you need to see for for Aiden Hill and Logan Thompson to take that next step because it very much is a next step, right? Starting 41 games is is a big deal in the National Hockey League, and when you've got two goaltenders that that have been able to get it done at different stretches at different times in the past. You need to build that into their game. You have to continue to grow toward that. So I don't think a split or, or a 55-45 or, or you know, any combination thereof is a bad thing for those two. I, just, I think it makes a lot of sense going into this season. What are your expectations then for Aiden? I, I think, I mean, it, like if I'm looking at it from Aiden's perspective, the expectation should be, if there's three games in a week and you're getting, you're the guy that's getting two of those games, right? Like I think for Aiden Hill, obviously you want to you go through a season as healthy as you can possibly be. But I think based on what he was able to do in the postseason, how he played in, in route to a Stanley Cup, I think he wants to be the guy. Oh, he just, wants to be the just guy. Just as Logan wants to be the guy. So I, I think for Aiden Hill, the expectation is based on what he's done in the past, and based on the confidence he should have entering this season, he he should be, if you're starting every two out of three games, it's Aiden Hill that's starting two out of three games. He's the first two-thirds of last year. 
Mm-hmm. It was Logan's team. Yeah, I agree. And Aiden, Aiden has to show that a amazing six-week stretch mm-hmm. was more the norm than a good six-week stretch. Yeah, absolutely. And watching him work it and his attitude and chill hill, uh, I'm really excited to see what he can do with that opportunity, knowing that Logan is right there uh, chasing him down. We'll take a break, and we'll come back. And uh, remember, Jared, we're going to tee up our number two next, and then at the top of our number two, we'll bring in Bruce Cassidy, just keeping everybody uh, apprised of what's going to happen as we broadcast live from Section 104 of T-Mobile Arena. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. A little scratch with some clapping. Love it. Bringing you back on VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Darren Millard, Ryan Wallace at T-Mobile Arena. Vegas uh, can even up their record through five games with the victory tonight against the San Jose Sharks at uh, 2-2-1. And And I was going through, with a purpose, the NHL preseason standings. And it was motivated by the fact how good or bad does a preseason record have to be before you change your perception about a team? Mm-hmm. Either you're concerned because it hasn't gone well or you're thinking, we are a way better team yeah. than, than the opposition. Okay. How, how much does it have to be lopsided compared to expectations? Dramatically or just minimalist? Uh, I'll, be, I'll be, I mean... In terms of the Vegas Golden Knights, if they didn't win a game in the preseason, I would not come off the idea that I believe they are a Stanley Cup contender. So situational for certain teams maybe, but I don't think preseason really is is an indicator of what you're going to be in the regular season. Okay, Boston has a win in four games. Same, same as Vegas. Okay. One, yep. two, and one. Exact, exact same record. Yep. That, that's a team with a lot more turnover yep. than Vegas. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that there's a little bit of... There's more concern there. Angst from the fan base. Yeah, 100%. Not, not necessarily from, yeah. Uh, from management. And, and I'm, I'm thinking more fan base here because yeah. team uh, and general managers and coaches uh, are pretty locked into their team. And if they needed a win in the preseason, you can go out and get a win in the preseason. You can just sure. ice, ice a much better lineup, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and away you go. Uh, and some of this is other players within your system not stepping up. But on the, uh, like, Nashville doesn't have a win. They're the only team in, in the league right now with, without a victory mm-hmm. in the preseason. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not great. No. New coach, new manager. You'd, some you'd new like players. To, you'd, you'd like some, uh, some progress there. But then on, on, the, on the other side, L.A.'s had a great training camp, uh-huh. 4-1-1. Calgary has, has a really good, productive training camp. Mm-hmm. A couple of injuries, uh, and, and a, but a big signing, and 4-1-1. Calgary's a team that I think needed more wins. Couldn't just go through with uh, a, here we go, another game. We'll get a look at these guys, and we'll try out this combination. They, they needed some positiveness within their organization after what we saw a year ago. Well, I mean, I make the argument that you're you're still trying to like find the best place for a Jonathan Huberto. You're still trying to acclimate some of the players that you went kind of all in on the the previous season where it didn't work. So, you know, to to a large degree, I think that you had to figure some things out over the course of this preseason. You had to get everybody excited to to get going with the regular season and you know, based on what last offseason was for, for Calgary and, and kind of where they're at right now, I, I think that their record indicates 
you know, movement in the right direction there. Rangers, just a win in four games. Laviolette's had to deal with absences because yeah. guys have been out of the lineup and not available. Mm-hmm. So that's certainly hurt his gauging of his roster. Sure. But there's the other side where that that market is on that team to take an, a, a big step this year. They they went the unusual choice of firing a coach mm-hmm. after two 100-point seasons because yeah. they had a bad two weeks yeah. uh, against the New Jersey Devils. And it wasn't a great uh, two weeks. Went the distance. They lost in seven, but uh, they, they that wasn't the way things uh, needed to go. And I think that that puts undue pressure on an organization where it doesn't necessarily have to, have to be there. Now, Jersey, 5-0. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, does, does that make you think that they're even better than than the team that got to the second round? No, but 5-0 is still good. Yeah, I th- well, the New Jersey Devils are a wagon. So Ottawa, 5-1. and one. Yeah. Does that mean they're ready to make Ver- the, the next step? <laughs> Verdict's still out on Ottawa. But just going through it, you're like, yeah. what's real? None of NHL preseason mm-hmm. is is as hard as anybody else uh, of the other leagues yeah. to I, sort through. I don't think a ton of it's real. I, I think that there are indicators here and there, but once it, once it really matters, that's when you have a, a better idea. Two weeks into the season, you'll know. Yeah. You can hide in the preseason. Yeah. You want to go down to dressing room eight and hide through the preseason? You can. But you got to, once it starts, you got to come out and you got to play for, uh, for real. Bruce Cassidy sets up tonight's lineup uh, and the game against the San Jose Sharks. Now we're number two next on Fox Sports Las Vegas.